and welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and I'm so thankful that you've joined us again today. Or if this is your first time, welcome. We've had so many new friends um, join in the 13 days since we've started the podcast. As the time of the as uh, at the time of this recording, we've had 996 downloads. We are so close to a thousand. Um, it's been downloaded in 99 cities in the United States, in at least 24 states, I believe, and uh, the United States and five other foreign countries. So welcome to all of you who have listened. And if you know of anyone who you think um, may like to join us, please share. Um, it's free. It doesn't cost anything. Um my goal with this podcast is to bring God all the glory, um, to encourage people to be in His Word, to encourage people to spend time daily with Him and have a, a very close personal relationship with Him. And we do that by spending time in His Word. And so I just thank you and I welcome you. And um, it's such a blessing to be on this journey with you. Our um, chosen scripture for January the 13th, 2022, is found in the book of 1 Peter, chapter 1, verse 13, and it reads as follows from the English Standard Version. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. This letter of 1 Peter is found in the New Testament, and it's written by the Apostle Peter. Um, Peter walked with the Lord Jesus. He was one of the original 12. Um, he and his brother Andrew were called at the same time. He was a fisherman by trade. And um, the Lord Jesus, when he called him, said, Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So as we've talked with um, the uh, the Apostle John, the Gospel writer John, Peter also just walked day in and day out with Jesus. He ate with him. He saw him work miracles. He saw how he dealt with the crowds. He saw how he dealt with um, uh, when there were no crowds around. Uh, Peter was one of the three uh, disciples who actually saw Jesus uh, transfigured on the mountain and um, saw him in all of his glory or as much as a human eye could um, stand. Uh, Peter was one of the ones who uh, would get himself into trouble with his mouth uh, sometimes, and um, he was chastised and rebuked directly by Jesus a few times. Uh, but Jesus um, used him mightily. And there is a account uh, in the Scripture in Luke chapter 22 beginning in verse 31, um, where Jesus um, tells Peter that there's going to be some things happening, but that he has already prayed for him. And I want to read this because um, this just so shows the love of the Savior, the omnipotence or the all-knowing of the Lord Jesus, um, but also how he could encourage, even though Peter might ask for things that weren't necessarily according to the Lord's will at the time, but the Lord would um, 
would correct and then still used him mightily. But this uh, account in Luke chapter 22, verse 31, uh, this is the Lord talking to Peter, and he says, Simon, Simon, who, and that was Peter's other name, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail, and you, when once you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. And Jesus told Peter, Simon Peter this before he, um, before Peter denied Jesus um, right before he was crucified. And I bring this up as I think it's important, as we've talked about before, um, is to uh, think about who wrote the letters and maybe where they are coming from um, when they're writing these letters. And um, the the letters uh, that Peter wrote, just like the, the letters and the gospel and the book of prophecy that John wrote, we have to realize that this was not a story passed on from person to person to person, these are eyewitness writers of um, spending time with the Lord Jesus. And so um, when you really take that into account, I think it um, it should change the way that we see the Scripture when we realize this was a person that was with the Lord, and he's, he's uh, recounting what happened. And you know, the other thing that is such an encouragement to me as a... Um, a believer, a child of God, as we talked about yesterday, is that God can use me even when I mess up because we have examples of how he used Peter. Um, even after Peter ha had denied the Lord Jesus um, three times, just as the Lord had said that he would. And um, that that's an encouragement that the Lord is forgiving and he does use us in spite of our humanness and in spite of us making mistakes, he does use us. So that's a little background about Peter. And for, we know that Peter wrote um, these two letters, First and Second Peter, found in the New Testament. And by the time he wrote these, um, it was getting close to the end of his time here on earth. And he truly was trying to strengthen the brothers, just like we... Um, read that Jesus had encouraged him to do. You know, Jesus told him in Luke 22, uh, chapter 32, um, but when once you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. And I think we see him strengthening the brothers after Jesus' resurrection and then strengthening the brothers um, and sisters who um, became the believers all across the region where he served at the time until the time of his death. And also he's strengthening us. The Holy Spirit inspired him to write those words and um, his words strengthen us. Many that he was writing to, he, he talks about in the very beginning of First Peter, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion. So people who had been scattered all around um, and in this letter, he talks about suffering and about um, what's going to happen and that it's a blessing to suffer as a Christian. And you will suffer as a Christian if you stand up for the Lord Jesus. Um, but he also encourages us so much um, to set our minds on that hope, that hope that is only found in Jesus. So going back to our verse for the day, 
Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So how do we prepare our minds for action? I think um, it is clear that the way that we do that is we have to know the Scripture. We have to know the Word. He tells us, or the Apostle Paul tells us in his letter to the Romans in chapter 12, verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and and acceptable and perfect. And again, the way that we do that is we have to know his word. Paul also tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, um, for who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. And the reason that believers can have the mind of Christ is that we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. And that is what instructs us, that Holy Spirit who inspired the words of Scripture, who raised the same Holy Spirit that raised the Lord Jesus from the dead is the exact same Spirit that lives inside of us believers if we believe the Lord Jesus, believe who He is, and if we receive Him as our Lord and Savior. So we have that. We just have to spend time with Him, and we have to study His Word. And we need to be serious about it. It says, therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, you know, having a a serious uh, thought about this, um, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. We do have a hope for those of us who believe in the Lord Jesus because we are not going to, um, at the judgment, we are not going to be cast into hell because the Lord Jesus' uh, blood has covered our sins and we have our righteousness found in Him. We can have it no other way other than through Him. And that is a wonderful hope that we have and that we will be with him forever, even after this short life here on earth. And heaven is a real place, folks. Hell is a real place, and you're going to one or the other of them. Romans 12 12 also tells us rejoice in hope. That's something to be excited about. We have a lot to be excited about, even in this uh, even though we're in a rough time in our world right now, we can rejoice in hope. Um, It also says, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. We need to be constantly in communication with the Father. He wants to hear about every detail, um, not just big things. And the way that we can keep keep focused and stay sober-minded and prepare our minds is to keep our minds on Him. I love the scripture. Of course, you know, I love all the words and all the verses. But found in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, it says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. That's the key. We keep our mind on and our eyes on the Lord Jesus. We stay in his word. We pray. And even when the storms of life come and the uh, difficulties of life and the sad things of life come, knowing what his word says, that he's right there with us, um, is such a comfort, and it does give peace. 
So I want to again encourage you to read God's Word, study God's Word, live God's Word, and share God's Word. I want to leave you with a a prayer found in Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 through 14, and I've prayed this for every one of you who will be listening to this podcast. And so, from the day we have heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Blessings to you, friend. Until next time.